The following podcast is recommended for mature audiences only. The following podcast is recommended for adults only. Maturity is not a requirement. Hello and welcome to episode 41 of Dear Download, a podcast where we get to share our most intimate and treasured memories of Download Festival. We'll talk about each year, the bands we saw, the bands we missed and everything else noteworthy that happened across the weekend. Also, we'll touch upon any news, other festivals and the music industry past, present and future. This episode, we are talking all about Slipknot. This is going to be our third episode of uh, a total of three talking about the, the headliners. And so we're on to Slipknot. I am Adam, and as always, I'm here with Simon. Hello, and good day to you, sir. Hello, I am looking forward to this one. Before we go into the episode, we uh, we should probably ask, I mean, it's been it's a bit weird, this one. We put an episode out of sync out, so it's not been two weeks since we last spoke. It's only been well, just, just about a week now, hasn't it? So it feels yeah. so odd to be doing it so quickly, but I could get used to putting them out once a week but i don't think i could physically do it <laughs> i don't have time but it it felt nice yeah it it does feel good actually i mean we could do it you know we could do it like this we you know there'll be some stretches where we do it and then some stretches where yeah. we just do normally and sometimes occasionally we go a little bit longer which is fine but yeah it's been nice it has been really really nice um loads like i said loads and loads of new people join the discord if you're not in there and you're listening come and join it's been a lot of fun it's been we've got a lot of chat in there some really cool um what's the right word um some really cool sort of suggestions and and possibilities uh, that things that might happen at this download so uh yeah I love, I love, genuinely, I say it again. We said it at the end of the show last time, but we'll say it at the top of the show. Our Discord is awesome. If if, you, if you're listening to the show, you should come and join the Discord. We are literally chatting to each other every single day in it. Like, there's always people talking about stuff, yeah. sharing pictures, memes. We've got gaming, everybody, literally anything you can think of, pretty much. And if you want to suggest a channel that everyone wants to get involved in, we'll, we'll just add another one to it. It's just getting yeah. bigger and bigger. And yeah. like I said last time, like certain other Facebook groups um, <laughs> of a festival that you may be going to in three months, um, you can say what you want, self-promote yourself or whatever, and you won't get told off for it. So, you know, just come and come and hang out because it's fun. Yeah, definitely. I, know. I did wonder if uh, there's been a, 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 a higher influx of people joining after the last episode, I did wonder if it's because I said that I put out a competition to win free beer. And then people were like, oh, <laughs> let's get in this Discord. Didn't know free <laughs> beer was involved. Um, sadly, I won that one and I've got to buy myself some beer. Uh, but I do want to do another one. I, I, but I don't know what to do it about. I do want to put another sort of competition or, or something like that and say, like, take a guess. Whoever gets closest gets beer. Uh, but I don't know what to do it on. Um, but anyway, yeah. So how how are you and how's your last week been? Uh it's been yeah, it's been good. It's been nice. I had a nice weekend, the nice little chat to you on the Sunday, then we released that. Um yeah, it was good. Um yeah, fine. Awesome. Fine. Cool. Uh nothing really new has happened with me in that time. Nothing much at all. Been listening to a lot of slipknot. Nice. 
Yeah, and uh, I think I might have been a bit too harsh on them previously. So uh, you've already got that coming up. Okay, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, awesome. Uh, But I do want to just read out these two messages that we've got, which were very, very cool um, and really appreciated. So um, it's so nice to hear these things. Oh, 100%. But yeah, so first up, we had a message from David Dawson on Twitter. Dawson. It's after I followed him back. It's, uh, as you'll hear, we haven't really done a lot on Twitter recently. So it was nice to hear from somebody on Twitter. And hopefully yeah, we should be able to get back to that. But yeah, he says, um, thanks for the follow back. Only discovered your podcast recently and I'm slowly making my way through all the episodes as I'm driving around for work. Looking forward to the day you get to talking about download 2010 and 2011 because I have some great stories for Campsite Fuckery for those years. Keep up the great work. Yeah, and that was that was really cool. Thank you, David Dawson. Uh, I don't know if you're if you're listening to the most recent one and then going back to catch up or if you're just waiting until you uh, get to this point. Uh, so you might you might hear it in a few weeks or a few months. But yeah, thank you. Really appreciate that. And to tell you what, you aren't the only person who's asked about campsite fuckery recently. It's been quite a long time since we've even spoken about it. Yeah, when was when was the last one? Like how know. long ago? I don't know. It was, that, it was that long ago. I don't remember. It must have been a long time ago, though. Like, legitimately a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah. At least six, eight, maybe ten months. Something like that. Um, and I, it was a shame. Yeah, I was I was, uh, was one of my favourite parts of it. But we just stopped doing it. So, uh, so, yeah, we definitely will get back to doing that. I think it's because we had some of our own. And then for a little while, this was it was pre-Discord days. So we didn't have that That's much true. and then we if if we if we didn't get one from someone else then we had to kind of like come up with something quickly and try and remember stuff and i think yeah. we were finding it really hard because we tend to jog each other's memories a lot yeah. and if we don't do that sitting there like this going think of download memories <laughs> think of download, and you can't think of shit so no. I, I know why we stopped it but if people want to bring their stories um I mean, as long as they're good ones, I'm sure they are. Um, then we'll read them out and we'll bring it back again, definitely. But yeah, but we stopped it for a reason. For it was yeah. a reason we stopped it. Yeah, yeah, we definitely will bring it back. And I did say to David, like, it's probably going to be a while until we get to talking about 2010 and 2011. Um, so you know, just come on and. <laughs> but but we're not what planning down- on going. What download are we on? 2005 was the last one we did, <laughs> uh, and that was about a year ago. Yeah, we haven't even spoke about Download 2006 yet. No. We'll get round to it. It's just there's so we much will. stuff happening. We keep coming up with loads of ideas and we're thinking, you know, how many people... I mean, people do want to hear us talk about the old downloads, but stuff keeps happening where we're like, we keep coming up with ideas where we don't have to like go, oh, we don't have anything to do. Let's do Download 2006. Yeah. Like we keep coming up with stuff saying we'd rather do that than Download 2006. Not that we don't want to talk about it, but... Yeah, we you might be waiting a while yeah. till we get to 2010, but we will get there eventually. Like, yeah, you know. Oh yeah, definitely. So and, yeah, we're not going anywhere, or we don't plan to go anywhere anyway. No, no. But yeah, it might be a little while until we get there. So just come and yeah, join the Discord. And and I did make a a text channel for campsite fuckery specifically. So yes, I, I saw gonna, that. I saw yeah. that. Yeah, good idea. Um, I good was gonna idea. yeah. The plan was to mention on this episode we're bringing it back and. Uh, Go and stick your campsite fuckery stories in there. Yeah. So that's another reason to join Discord. Join the Discord. Go to campsite fuckery channel. 
and tell us all about crazy stuff or anything that you saw at a download that we should note that we yeah. haven't. Awesome, yeah. And uh, and the other message we got was from Ryan Westrip on Instagram. Westrip, <laughs> my boy. Do you know him? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> I do now. <laughs> cool. Uh, but yeah, he says, um, hey guys, started listening to the podcast a few months ago and have been absolutely hooked. I'm a download virgin and this is going to be my first year, so I'm absolutely shitting it and so excited at the same time. But you've helped me. <laughs> yeah, but you've helped me out knowing what to expect and getting me even more pumped. Cheers for the many great hours. Keep it up. And I like that he's made a point of saying many, many hours because we don't do <laughs> short <it's>, uh... episodes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, thank you, Ryan. Really appreciate that. Yeah. It's so nice to hear, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Keep him coming. Keep him coming. Tell, him, tell us Very how good. great we are. We should probably move on to some news. We've got, we've got quite a bit to talk about, I think, before we even get to Slipknot. Uh, I've got a few things written okay. down. Uh, we okay. did say we're definitely going to talk about In Flames' new album this episode. Okay. Uh, yep. And there's been loads and loads of news things that I thought we could talk about. I, I've written a couple down, but I thought. Okay, we'd... let's 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 fly through them and get to Slipknot. Yeah. But let's go through these news things yeah. real quick. Yeah. So, uh, well, yeah, Simon, really quick. Oh no, you won't be really. I can't say really quickly. Bring us in with the news because it's a recorded thing. I might. I can. I could probably do it double time. I might do that. Simon, really quickly, bring us in with the news, please. <laughs> Just play it fucking five times the speed. That would be <laughs> yeah. great. This is the news. We've got news coming for you now. Shut up. The news is going to come now. This is the news. Thank you, Simon. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, I have, yeah, some, some massive news. Uh, venues taking cuts on merch. Have you seen, I'm sure you've probably seen about it. Have you seen much about it? I have, yeah. I've heard about it. Bef- I've heard about it in the past. Like I've heard rumblings, but I I didn't know that it was an actual thing. I had heard about it before. Yeah, it sounds like it's becoming quite a common, quite a common thing now, which sucks. It absolutely sucks. Um, I think uh, so. So architects have um, been one of the main voices, sort of shouting about this recently. I think. Maybe there's others. Maybe that's the maybe that's just the only one that I've seen. But there might be others. But I think it was a a, a, a tour in Aust- I think they're over in Australia at the moment or something, and they're basically saying they shouldn't be able to take a cut of the merch because you know bands don't get a cut of the bar. Uh, there's probably lots of arguments to and f- uh, to and against it. I personally don't think yeah. they should take a cut of the merch sales. No, it feels wrong because bands really aren't making that much money anyway. No. But then if you think about the most productive way of doing it, we need to feed these venues as much money as possible so they stay open. So if there's no venue to play, then how is the band going to sell merch in the first place? So there's a Good lot point. of sort of, yeah, you know, we want the venues to stay open and we know they don't make as much money as they did. We know bands don't make as much money necessarily as they did. They make a lot off of merch and tours. Yeah. So it does feel wrong. Yeah, it feels wrong. But if they came out and said, we need this to happen to keep the venues open, then I think bands would feel slightly differently about it. But I think it would still annoy people because merch is a big, you know, 
profit margin for bands these days. So, yeah, yeah, that's a it's that's a such a grey <laughs> area. That is, it's a real grey one. Until yeah, we know why they're doing it. I mean, if they're doing it because they're like, we need money, like. <laughs> we have to take a cut of your merch because we're not making any money, <laughs> then it's a bit different. It's kind of like they're begging for it, which is different to yeah. them making money and then just taking it. So, yeah, I don't know. What are your well, feelings? Yeah, off, off the back of that, I suppose it depends what venues it is. But some of the prices for beer in these places are like five, six pound anyway. They're festival prices. Um, yeah. And how much of a markup are they making on that? You know, they shouldn't be able to take a cut of the merch as well. It depends. It, 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 there's lots and lots of factors, uh, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I'm not sure if I'm sort of swayed by there's a there's a picture that is regularly posted on on social media, uh, which is wrong in the first place. Um, which is it's the one that says like bands only make three point four point point zero three four of a penny or something like that from Spotify per stream. The best way to give them money is to go and see them and buy their merch. And it made me think, oh, I wonder if these venues have seen that and gone, oh, they're making money. We need to make some money from that. Uh, but <laughs> yeah. I, I know I know that picture is wrong anyway, because the figure that it uses for Spotify streams is the absolute lowest that they give in any country. I think I think it's like I'm pretty sure it's like 0.034, 0.34 of a penny. Whereas in this country, it's closer to 0.8. It's double what that poster is saying. They've just seen the lowest thing. Because it changes in every yeah. every country. We've done an episode on this. I I researched it. And so what they pay is different per country. And the people who made the poster took the lowest of the lowest. and made Yeah, it, to make it seem worse. To, yeah. Um, so I, I know the poster's wrong. I know the poster is exaggerating it. But I let it sway me a little bit somehow. <laughs> but uh, yeah, may, may, maybe it has, maybe it hasn't. But um, yeah, yeah, it's a big grey area. It yeah, is. let us know your thoughts, actually, people listening. Uh, Go in the Discord. Let us know your thoughts on it, because um, I mean, band T-shirts and merch at gigs, even on the internet, it's not cheap anymore. No, you know, you, for some bands, you're paying like forty, you know, twenty, twenty-five minimum, but you're paying thirty, thirty-five T-shirt for for a T-shirt for some bands. It's like 60 quid for a hoodie. It's like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, more than that. I think it was, was it Lama God or Gojira recently? I saw someone post a picture of the merch and it was 80 pound for a hoodie. Uh, yeah, like so 40 well, quid for go. a t-shirt or something like that. There you go. Uh, probably because of the, the venues taking a cut. They raised them to, to co- yeah, counter bands that. Make mo- We'd like these bands to make money, but yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, Malevolence as well. Oh, hang on. Malevolence could have been the ones who were in Australia. I could be wrong. Um, did you see they um it was a sim- similar story to the the merch um they s- someone well s- some bootleggers or you know people who make the fake t-shirts arrived oh i saw that and and, saw and that. set up That's shop great. outside their tour bus tour bus yeah um but yeah. everyone was commenting about how good the there was like a dark green uh, t-shirt on the on the bootleggers racks and so they made some uh, malevolence made some and we were like We've got a hundred of these now because you say you like them. Come and buy them. Nice. <laughs> um, I was listening to Malevolence today, by the way. I I just, I love Malevolence so much. It's one of the reasons why I'm actually going to Slam Dunk this year. Ah, nice. Is <laughs> because Malevolence are playing. Like, I I just, that band are just great. Yeah. They're brilliant. Someone asked Malevolence how much the venue were taking as a cut from their merch on that on that gig. 
and they said 40%, which is insane. Wow. It's ridiculous. And that's got to be 40% of the cost, of the value, right? Not of the profit, because you could just say, oh, I'm not making much profit from this. Oh, I get you. Yeah, yeah. They said it, it, I, I guess they're saying we want 40% of how much the tickets, uh, how much the t-shirts cost. So the bands can't be making that much after that 40%. Yeah, don't become a musician to make money because unless you make it super big, yeah. you're going to be a very poor person. <laughs> I have wondered. I'm not sure if I've said on here before. I have wondered. Like, I'm not sure if I have. You you obviously have the people at the top who are making loads and loads of money. People at the bottom making no money. There's got to be bands in in in, the, in between somewhere that makes about the same as we do. Um yeah, yeah, definitely. Like ten pound an and hour there'll be, or whatever. There'll be, yeah, there'll be bands that you think are like massive and are making loads of money. There'll be popular bands, yeah. but they'll be making, you know, someone who makes like say thirty thousand pounds a year yeah. from everything, say merch gigs and all yeah. that. You'll get bands on that, yeah, but they'll be working their fucking asses off for it. Yeah, true. They won't just be sitting around making albums. They'll be, they'll be trying as well. Yeah. Like a lot of, you know, a lot of musicians, the 2020 was the big one. All, you know, like loads of people in big bands were like, I'm literally going to have to go and get a day job. Like, <laughs> yeah, you're used to having that sort of stream of money come in, even though you, you know, you work for it. But, you know, a lot of people were like, oh, I've got to get a job because <laughs> I'm not making any money. So <laughs> no gigs, no money. Yeah. Weird. Just imagine Corey Taylor was there. Uh... Just came in the office and was a postman no, for a few they're months. In, they're in the yeah, yeah, yeah. they're in the they're they're in the above medium. Yeah, but I was wondering, one. like, what level of band say. would that be to be making about the same as we do? You know, I was curious. Over- I'd say, you know, like bands that you think are making a lot of money aren't making that much money. I would say, uh, say, uh, a Machine Head, for instance. Yeah. You probably think that Rob Flynn's got money coming out of his arsehole. I bet he doesn't. Yeah. Certainly doesn't anymore, anyway. No. The, 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 those bands that made it big back in the day made a shed load of money then. So they've got nice houses and they invested it and they've made money that way. But if you start now, you're never, unless you're, you know, bring me the horizon, you're never going to make the money that those what were big bands then and medium-sized bands now make because it's almost impossible unless you make it huge because the revenues and the way the music industry works is so different. So, yeah. yeah, I agree. Gonna, we could we could go on it. about that. Uh, I think, yeah, I think I've thought about that briefly. I mean, I, I, I always try and say I don't... I'm no professional in this. I haven't sat down in hours and hours of research. Uh, but I think, yeah, at the time, at that sort of time, two, early 2000s, the record labels were manipulating it. They're manipulating everything and working out how to make hundreds of millions from each album. Uh, mm-hmm. But it just can't be done anymore. Also, you've got to think that <clears throat> if if muse, if metal now was as big as it was then, then people would be making as much money. But metal isn't as big as it was in the late 90s, early 2000s. No, I mean, true. you know, you're not going to have not for a while i don't think it you know everything comes in waves obviously you know because um you had the 70s where rock ruled and then it kind of doled down in the 80s and then got big in the 90s and then 90s early 2000s it was huge again so it will come back at some point but Hmm. yeah yeah until it reaches those heights again and it's like basically the most popular form of music apart from hip-hop and pop music at that time 
bands aren't going to make that money again. So um, if you're starting a band now <laughs> and you're going for another like 20 years, then you might end up being part of that curve. Yeah. So you never know. If you're like halfway through or I would say coming to the end of your tenure now, you're never going to make new metal kind of money. Yeah. Definitely not. Yeah, you know, like point. biscuit money. Yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah. Fucking spending three million pounds on a music video because who cares because you've got a shitload of money like yeah. you know what i mean yeah i yeah, don't know be a while before yeah, that good, happens good point uh like I, said, I i don't have the knowledge to back you up or argue against you for that one to be honest uh let's move on i do i have any any more news or um yeah that's about the news i had there were other things happening uh but i knew we probably were going to be talking about slipknot for quite a bit this episode should we tussle with the elephant in the room first of all, or the Inflames album? <laughs> you t- you teed you teed everyone up on Discord. Come on. Yeah, Inflames. Inflames is new album. Foregone. 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 Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, it's absolutely incredible. <laughs> it really <laughs> is. Yes, I'm in complete agreement with you. Yeah, I can. I don't understand where they went. What what happened to them? Why they are so good again um but what there's one thing you said in the discord that i that i said i disagreed with was uh you said ooh, something along along the lines of uh oh, i said that this is their best album since come clarity yes that's what i said yeah and that's what yeah. i disagreed with um okay because it's so it's so strange like i don't like i said i don't understand you i i know i've said it recently you said it in one of your youtube videos as well that they sort of they sort of went away for a little while. They died down. They sort of went out of people's scope, out of people's minds. Um, yeah, I would say like in the general sort of consensus, they yeah. certainly escaped mine. I mean, yeah. after um, what album was it that I was disappointed with after? So Come Clarity came. So they, they for me, they had a run. The Mirror's, like, the Mirror's their first, was after, was it? Like they had, yeah. So like literally Clayman... Reroute to Remain, Soundtrack to Your Escape, Come Clarity for me, all of those four albums are like incredible. Like to have four, a run of four albums that are just amazing. Yeah. And then A Sense of Purpose, The Mirror's Truth. And I was really disappointed with it. And then I saw them that year at Download on the main stage 2008. Yeah. And the sound You did say that before, yeah. It sucked so much. I, I took everyone to see in flames because i was like by this point i'd seen in flames like i don't know five six times they were fantastic live i was like everyone we're gonna go watch in flames because they're gonna blow you away yeah. <laughs> and they didn't <laughs> they really didn't and that combined with that album not being good really just threw me off of in flames and that's why i delved in and out afterwards like sounds of a fading playground had some good tracks on it it was okay um Siren Charms I barely even listened to. Battles, never listened to. I've listened to since, but I'm saying at the time. Yeah. Uh, Either Mask, yeah, I listened to a couple, like I Am Above and that sort of shit. Um, but, I, but you know, I dived, delved in and out, but I never listened to albums. I never sort of rekindled my love for In Flames until they released the Meet Your Maker single from this. And yeah. I was literally like, oh, <laughs> okay. This sounds like the... Uh, you know early 2000s in flames that i remember not that bands don't progress because there's a lot of different stuff in it but 
it's just that's why in my mind they went out now i yeah. know that you like some of the albums so yeah so i i went back i did actually listen to a few of their other albums and uh going back and look looking at soundtrack to your escape i completely forgot that album existed um but looking at their songs on it like the quiet place that's so it's such a good song the touch of red oh, oh incredible touch of red. yeah great song i need to go great back song. and listen to it again i was trying to concentrate on the stuff that i hadn't listened to properly before or at all uh but yeah like you said come clarity came out take this life first single from it oh my god that song still it's because it just like i remember putting the album on and then boom go yeah <laughs> it's like whoa okay <laughs> yeah. they are not messing around on this one yeah i love it, it yeah all so good leeches so the good. second one um oh my god second... that might be you know that might be that could be the best in flame song leeches i mean there's just too much yeah. good stuff on the album it's, yeah it's ridiculous it's ridiculous um and i think yeah it was after that a sense of purpose where i sort of when it started to go off of them similar to you as well i i'm pretty sure i would have seen them in 2008 um i have a feeling i saw them before that on the main stage on the old old layout i could be wrong but I know. I was... No, they, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure they might have. I'm sure they might have played. Yeah, like, not from memory. I can't remember, but yeah, pretty sure that's the did. first time I remember them playing. Yeah, but they, you know, you went to others that I didn't go to. So yeah, and I, I, I think I, I know I said before. I've never been too blown away by In Flames, In Flames live. You know, I absolutely loved them on CD. So I was like, I need to go and see this band, and it just didn't do it for me. And that could be why I kind of went off with them. But yeah, the same as you, they kind of just left my mind for a bit. And, this, and I think that's the same for a lot of, a lot of people. Uh, so, uh, and, and I was talking to uh, a friend at work about the new album a, a couple of days after it came out. And he said that he went back and listened to the previous album because he knew, he knew he'd listened to it, but couldn't really remember it. So he was like, yeah, I'm going to go listen to it. And he said that the new one definitely is an improvement on that. And I went back to listen to it and I was listening to it and, at least the first six songs I knew, mm-hmm. even though I'd never listened to the album as an album, <laughs> they've they okay. have come on over the last few years, random times on my Spotify. I probably didn't even know they they were in flames at the time, or you know didn't really pay too much attention. But I'd I'd heard them a lot, I think, and uh, and so I recognised them like, oh, this is a good song. Oh, this is a good song. So I think that album, I love it. Yeah, it's incredible. Like I I know most of that album without ever listening to the album. Um, and I've gone back and listened to it again since we said we were going to talk about Foregone. And I think yeah. I think either mask is better than Foregone. I don't know, because I've listened to Foregone again since. And I'm like, oh, no, I forgot how good this one is. So they're both incredible albums. Like I said, I think the, I think this well, from either mask is a new era of In Flames. Yeah. Um, and I'm looking forward okay. to what's coming. I'm looking forward to seeing if they're good live now. Yeah, I'm going to. I'm gonna give either like there's like there's a few good singles they released from um, either mask, but I'll go back and give the rest of the album a bit more time. Because yeah, I feel like it deserves it. Yeah, uh, I went back to listen to battles. Battles sounded okay. You know, I could get into it. Siren charms. Uh, I I can understand. I I I couldn't really get into that one or sounds of a playground before that. Um, so yeah, I think maybe maybe they just I don't know they weren't hitting the same buttons they were before. But yes, it's I, I I know Kev and Jem have talked about it for their podcast. I haven't listened to it yet, so now that we've spoken about it, I want to go and listen to what they have to say about it. I am I am very interested in hearing what everyone thinks about this album and the previous albums. If if sort of you took a break from In Flames the same we did as the same as we did, I feel like as well like 
they've have had an injection because they got a new guitarist yeah for this album so uh yeah chris broderick played for megadeth for quite a long time okay. and then he played with another band which i'm not familiar with i f- i just feel like this album has sort of more energy and i feel like it feels like even though it sounds a lot like old in flames it feels fresh yeah like when it's this album i put it on the car and i'm like it feels like i'm listening to a, a new band like yeah. i'm listening to in flames huh. for the first time so i think that getting you know having someone else join and i think you know every band some bands come in waves and i think that's what that is with this band you know they 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 dip in and out but i feel like this one is just a real i just can't get enough for this album <laughs> yeah. it's so good like and now i was already looking forward to seeing them support kill switch at bloodstock but now wow i am re- I, i'm super excited to see in flames like big time yeah so it's pumped me up this album like you massively awesome um well i i know i've said it before uh i'm not sure if it put me off a little bit but listen to state of slow decay and then go and listen to at the gates um oh fuck what is it called uh it come to me because i know i know i've said before on the podcast that there was a, a cover of at the gates on the ep that they released uh, that the, the, the EPs yes. they were putting out but it's not a cover it just sounds so much like um bullet oh what was it bullet something i'm gonna have to search it <laughs> sorry it's all right go Advocates. for it mate. Uh, blinded by fear yeah i can't oh that's a great song yeah go and listen to those two songs together you well i think yeah just so the general consensus general consensus consensus is me and adam both like the new in flames album very much if you haven't heard it go and check it out this might even be a good place to start with in flames if you haven't listened to in flames before yeah so yeah go and check it out i think you'll dig it if you like metal awesome um yeah i think that's all i had um oh there was two things i was gonna say uh but yeah so at this point i just want to say i know i've said before when we do the dear download awards at the end of the year i will have a spreadsheet of all new releases that have been released and what we think of them and all that i have realized already by february that's not going to happen there's too many i don't have time to list them all and listen uh i'll probably have time to listen to a lot of them but i know there's so many we're missing as well so um yeah <laughs> i'm gonna just put a stop to that we'll come up with yeah we'll still do it but i won't yeah. have like a list of hundreds of albums that have been out this year hundreds of eps that have been out hundreds of singles that have been out um because i don't see all of them which is also annoying um another yeah. nothing well, we gonna... can only talk about the ones that we see or listen to so we can't talk about everything yeah um another thing i was yeah i was gonna say about in flames is like they, they we're probably right about how they dropped off but you don't know in this day and age because everything is targeted you know you talk about yeah. we'll sure. probably see a lot probably seeing a lot of in flames because we've been talking about in flames around our phone and typing it everything is watched everything is targeted um there might be other people little pockets of people who never went off of in flames and they never knew that they dropped off for some people it's um it's 100 weird and and so we don't know (laughs) because you you think everything you see is relevant to everybody but it's not and it's so annoying that that happens Uh, and it's the same with spotify as well like it shows you the new releases of the people who you, you listen to and people who are similar to them but 
there's probably other new releases that it doesn't think you like or don't think you know of. It's so hard to keep track of it all. Yeah, well, let's just say we can only talk about what we know or what we've heard. Yeah. So, uh, In that vein, can I talk about two things that came out? Oh, go on then, yeah. I just want to talk about some singles real quick. Um, Sleep Token released another song called Vore, um, which just sounds like old Deftones, not in a bad way. Okay. But it's, it's just every single new band now that's in the sort of metal or melodic or core that down tunes now it just all sounds like old deftones all of it that's not a diss but every sort of band in that genre and sleep token are their own thing yeah but this song just sounds like like old deftones that's not a diss because i love deftones but yeah it's it's really good just sounds like old deftones and uh vessel actually does some disgusting screaming which he does not do often normally it's just beautiful singing so well, yeah. I thought that was good and um, really good. Looking forward to that album. And The Used released another track called People of Vomit, which is amazing. Mm, yes, um, I'll listen to it so, once or twice. Yeah. yeah, I'm really looking forward to what The Used bring out next as well. And that is all I wanted to talk about. Thank you, sir. Cool. Uh, yeah, I think that's all of my new releases. I have been listening to a lot of Slipknot for, for this episode. Um, good. They are in... Good. They're one of the bands now in... The bands that I've listened to every one of their albums. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, Good man. So, yeah, so we have Ronnie bring us in to talk about the main topic this week, which is Slipknot. Yeah. Go on. Hold on. I, I, let me bring him in. Let me bring him in. What was that, Ronnie? What? You're, in a, you're, you're now a member of Slipknot and you can't talk. You've got to go on to the stage. Corey Taylor's calling. Okay, see you later, mate. Thank you, Ronnie. Slipknot who are headlining the Sunday night of Download Festival 2023. Yes. I I, I keep forgetting about them. We, we, I think I said, I'm not sure if I said last episode, but like we talk about what Metallica are going to do. What are they going to do? We don't know. How good are Bring Me the Horizon going to be? Because there's something mm. new. Slipknot. <laughs> I just forget about them. It's like, that, that, I shouldn't, I shouldn't yeah. forget about them, but it's... No, it's, it's, it's true though. Yeah. It's true. Like, this this the headliners are so good for this and we talk we talk about the metallica two days thing so much and we talk about bring me because it's such a sort of big sort of thing that's happening and i know slipknot have played download a lot yes so we they kind of not get forgotten but we always talk about them last when we talk about download this year yeah and you know there's never been a slipknot gig that i haven't enjoyed so i am looking forward to it of course i am when i'm there in the moment i'm always going to be you know, excited to see Slipknot, but they're just not the most exciting thing at this festival this year, but they're always exciting live. I don't want to say they're not exciting, but, you know, they didn't play Download that long ago. Yeah. Download, you know, wise, because it was 2019, which is a long time ago, but technically it's only two, well, one Download ago, proper one, if you don't count the pilot. Yeah. So... It f- it feels like they've they played recently, but they actually haven't played in ages. Yeah. So it's a bit of a weird one with Slipknot. And they do play... I mean, they love Download. Corey Taylor 
loves Download Festival. I mean, we'll get into it, but you know, for the, for a festival to play your first ever headline show, it this festival means something to Slipknot, yeah, which is why they always want to play it. We'll we'll come to that, but. Yeah, so but at the moment they are a bit of an afterthought yeah. when it comes to this. Well, just because yeah, <laughs> like, the other two are, are bringing something different, something unique, or maybe not unique, yeah. but something new. And it down uh, Slipknot haven't announced anything new other than just doing a usual set with new music. They might do something yeah. incredible. We don't know, but uh, yeah, we'll have to see. That's the thing, <laughs> I guess. Slipknot are so entertaining and incredible. They don't have to do anything but be Slipknot. That's true. So, yeah, that is very true. You know, they don't have to sort of go out of their way to be anything because they're sort of interesting anyway. Yeah. And we said that, you know, yes, Bring Me The Horizon will bring a lot of people. Yes, Metallica will bring a lot of people. And so will Slipknot because they always sell tickets and people always want to see them. So they are a huge part of this year. So yeah, let's let's talk about them, shall <laughs> yeah. we? Well, you, you said you don't need... But you can talk about them for days anyway. Uh, so let's um. So how, what album they've got? What seven studio albums? Have they? Uh, three, four, five, yeah. So uh, well, eight studio albums. One we'll talk about first. That Slipknot. All right. Go Slipknot <laughs> don't want as part of their Slipknot don't want their very first album in 1997. Make Kill. Oh, I can't even say it. Make Feed Kill Repeat. They don't want it part of their canon. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm sorry. It was funny the first time we said canon. Yeah, because it's a Slipknot album, so yeah. we can. Um, I mean, we can start there if you want. We can start right at the beginning. Let's do it. Sod it. Let's okay. do it. Um, um, yeah. What? Do, what is there anything you want to, or shall I start on it and you jump in, or? Uh, well, I, I, I'll say straight away. I haven't listened to this. Well, I've only ever listened to half of it, and that was back in like 2003. Uh, so you can start. <laughs> okay so for those who don't know what make feed kill repeat is it's the album before slipknot slipknot so before the self-titled a lot of people don't know about it a lot of people haven't heard it because slipknot are probably embarrassed by it and they don't want to have it part of the canon also it doesn't feature Corey taylor it features their first singer uh andres colsney i don't know i something did not know weird. that yeah so there's no Huh. Yeah, he didn't join the band till I think just after this album. Okay, nineteen ninety eight. So, yeah, cool. There, there's no 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 Corey, um, and a few of the other uh, people that would become eventually Slipknot. Slipknot, I'm missing, but the people that started the band are Joey, Paul Gray, and Sean Clown are the people that actually started the band. Yeah, and then everyone else joined sort of afterwards. So, okay. yeah, it's a very weird album. Yeah, go on. Was, sorry, was there only five? Five of them when it was make feed kill repeat. There were six of six. them. So they had another guy on guitar. They had two different guitarists for this. Right. Cool. So yeah, it was a very different band. Yeah. But um, but they had some of the original songs. So some of the songs. So Slipknot, the song that's called Slipknot, is actually sick. Right. From the first album. Okay. Then they've got only one, which I believe ended up on the first album, yeah. and oh, Tattered and Torn, which ended on the first one, and then weirdly. They've got Gently on there, which actually ended up going on Iowa later yeah. on. So I would recommend Matefield Kill Repeat to listen to the songs that eventually ended up on other albums because it's interesting to listen to them almost like demo versions. Yeah. But like I said to you earlier, 
if you're going to listen to one song from this album, right, and you will not be expecting what direction this song goes, listen to the song Do Nothing Bitch Slap, right? <laughs> it's one of the weirdest things you will ever hear. And then even weirder when you think about its members of Slipknot as Slipknot playing it. Right. I will, and then report back. I will. Yes, I will listen to that. Yeah, I, I, I almost forgot what I was going to say earlier. Uh, but uh, I think what you were saying about it reminded me of um, there, was, there was a group of people who came together to try and write the worst song ever. They, they put like a survey out and uh, tried to find the most horrible sounds that people could think of. And they put them in a song and it's like an hour and a half song or something like that. And you can apparently find it on YouTube oh. like the worst, worst song ever, <laughs> ever written. Oh, Jesus. And I thought that that Jesus. should be the first listening party we should do when we do eventually get to, uh, um, okay. Patreon. <laughs> okay. We'll listen to the worst song ever. Okay. <laughs> that sounds great. Awesome. <laughs> that sounds great. Uh, but yeah, so it's very weird. It's very weird. It's not technically canon, but I think if you're a huge Slipknot fan or even just a bit curious, you should listen to it because it's weird and worth listening to yeah. because it's so weird. It's not a good album by any stretch of the means, but it's for curiosity's sake. Listen to Make Feed Kill Repeat. Yeah. So, uh, I a- would assume it's on YouTube somewhere, yeah? Yeah, not it's looked. not on Spotify because, no. like I said before, Slipknot don't want you to know that it exists. <laughs> so it's on YouTube, hundred percent. Cool. Yeah, because ba- so go and check it. Back out. in the day, like the only people who even had it over here were people who could get it, it like downloaded illegally, and that wasn't easy to do at the time either, was it? <laughs> not without getting a load of viruses. Do you know what? I had it on CD back in the day. I've still got it. I'll take a picture of it for you. I went to Camden Market. And there was a guy selling really weird versions of albums with like bonus tracks on and live tracks and all this. And he had Mate Feed Kill Repeat, not with the original cover, a different cover. So it had all of Mate Feed Kill Repeat. And then it had loads of live stuff from 2000. Huh. So I bought that. Nice. I'll take a picture of it for everyone in the Discord. Yeah. I'll stick it in the Discord. But yeah. So I was like, I was literally like, there was no Wikipedia or anything at the time. So I was like, <laughs> what on earth is this? Is this Slipknot? And at that time, I think only Slipknot Slipknot was out. Yeah. So I was like, oh my God, like Slipknot music. And it was <laughs> rubbish. And I was like, oh. And then I read up on it in a couple of magazines where they mentioned it. And then I was like, oh, okay, I understand what it is now. Yeah. But when I first got it, I was like, I've just got these Slipknot songs that no one's heard before. <laughs> yeah. Like, what the hell? And I'll show it to you. It's got a really dodgy cover. It's great. But yeah, I got it from some CD guy in Camden in like, Literally 2001, like just before Iowa came out, I think. I yeah. But Did yeah. he bring it out in front Weird. of Slipknot's tour bus? <laughs> <laughs> I know! I know this album exists! Don't try and bury it! <laughs> awesome. Yeah, no, I will get around and listen to that. I, uh, I think, I, like I said, I, I did think about it today, but I got really, really busy at work because I listened to all the other stuff, which is unlike me. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> um, so I was like, oh, I should maybe give that a listen, but no, I'll get around to it in the end. It's not canon, so it's fine. Is is just that real? Is that a slap. real word? Because I I just assumed you would use that for like stories where they where they don't want part of a story to be canon. Well, no movies where I would use it most. For what? Movies. movies yeah. Talking about movies. Yes, movies. Stories, because people would say comics. that you know, yeah, all the alien films are canon apart from yeah Prometheus okay. and 
thingy. They're not, they're not canon. People don't, you know, fans don't consider them yeah. canon because they're shit. Like, not Prometheus. I like that. Yeah. But, um, well, I know the word. The other one. And I know what it means, but I didn't know it was used in relation to music. So <laughs> that's why I laughed the first time you said it. And now you keep saying it. I'm like, oh, no, I can't laugh every time. It's maybe maybe it's a real thing that I don't know about. <laughs> I just I just used it because I thought it fit. It does, it does fit. Yeah, I will definitely definitely listen to, listen to that. Uh, well, let's talk about Slipknot. Slipknot. Ooh. Yeah, I uh, I don't. Did I own this back when I had a seat when I used to walk around with the discman? I don't think I did. I listened to other people's versions of it. Um, so I don't. I don't think I personally got into Slipknot that early. I did have some other friends who got into them way before I did. Um, yeah. But what an incredible album! Oh, brilliant, brilliant. I mean, just can we just like this album was for me one of the reasons why I love metal music. This this came in at the time when I this introduced me to listening to heavier music. Like, I remember the first time I saw Slipknot, I was at my friend Daniel's house and we were watching MTV2 and they had this like, uh, I don't know, it was like a news thing and they were talking about Slipknot. This is 1999. We were playing fucking Dreamcast. Yeah. Um, And uh, they were interviewing Clown in the original Clown Mask and I was like, what on earth is that? (laughs) And what is happening here? And they just showed a couple of clips of their live shows and I was like, oh my God, that's that's wild i need to find out what this band are so i bought the single wait and bleed on tape tape <laughs> nice unfortunately i do not own that anymore i don't know what happened to it but i had it on tape but that wasn't the first time that wasn't the first time i had them i, I just I had to get the tape in they were on i was reading metal hammer i've still got my original metal hammers downstairs from 1999 from 97 to 99 yeah. um and a spit it out was on a free CD. So technically Spit It Out was the first Slipknot song that I heard. Okay. And then they put out one a couple of weeks later that had surfacing on it. Then I went and bought the Wait and Bleed tape because they released it as a single. Um, but yeah, I was I was just instantly blown away by it. I was, uh, I mean, I covered my entire room in posters. My I had the top bunk and my entire cover of my ceiling was just Slipknot posters. Members, group posters, everything. I was absolutely obsessed with this band even when you know at this time we, we talk about how long it took them to get their masks off because it didn't actually take that yeah, long we've said that really. before haven't we it seems like it did but it, it really yeah. didn't um but at that time they were just numbers in the magazines in metal hammer yeah when they interviewed them they called them zero one five eight you know we, i didn't know cory taylor was cory taylor i didn't know Ch- clown i didn't know any of their names they were just numbers yeah so it was so intriguing to be like this band are calling themselves fucking numbers yeah <laughs> and, and they wear masks and they wear boiler suits and they jump around on stage and they beat the shit out of each other and they just literally don't care about anything plus they're fucking great as well like yeah. the music's amazing like all of those things coming together i think that's what captured everyone and they came at the perfect time like just as new metal was about to reach reach its peak in like 2001 Slipknot came with Slipknot in 99, like perfect timing. If they'd have come around in 2003, they never would have been as big. No, no, I like, agree It was with just that. a perfect, and they got on the OzFest tour in 2000, right as everything was just reaching its peak. Yeah. 
And I think that gave them so much exposure, especially in the US, with Ozzy taking them with with them, that uh, they just blew up after that. And they've, they haven't looked back a day since. Nah, nah. But um, yeah, like right place, right time, right album, fucking crazy motherfuckers. Like <laughs> crazy. It, was, it was great. It was great. Sorry. Anyway, yeah. let's talk about the album. Um, yeah, it's just amazing. Yeah. It's literally start to finish. Like, it is an incredible... Joey's... The, not only the drum sound, but the drumming on this album is... In, the, the fills are unbelievable. Like, actually, what for a drummer listening to this album, they must be like, what on earth is happening? Like... <laughs> This it's crazy. It is absolutely mental. Like it's just perfect. This is this is the album. I think like uh, I was great as well. But I think that this album's drum sound, fills, and everything just from a drum perspective, I can't help but hear the drums as such a front instrument when listening to this album. Yeah, I can't really comment. I know I've said before I struggle to listen struggle to listen to drums even when I'm really trying to listen to them. <laughs> I struggle. Um, and I didn't get around to listening to this one or Iowa recently because I listened to them hundreds, of, hundreds of times. Um, but they, they've got the tenth anniversary one on. Hang on, no, I did listen to this one a little bit. And um, so yeah, I want to say actually here really quickly, like some for some of these, well, for for most of these albums, I I you know I I bought some new headphones. I could not get it to sound very good or very prominent for some of the albums, like. I don't know why I was messing around with the EQ on the on the headphones app. I was messing around with the EQ on Spotify, messing around with all the settings. But I, I found that it was just very dull, very muddy. Uh, Corey's voice didn't cut through very well. And I went back to listen to the 10th anniversary one to see if it was my earphones or the albums. And I found it was the same on this one as well, on, on Slipknot, Slipknot. So I don't know if... I still don't know if it was the albums or my my earphones, but uh, um, yeah, I, I I think this is a for ninety nine. It's a great sounding album. Yeah, uh, but yeah. Uh, so for this one, it it was raw. It just felt so raw, didn't it? Like his vocals, the guitar. Uh, yeah, definitely. I don't really know how else to, how else to describe it apart from that. I, no, dude, raw's right. Like, yeah, Corey's voice on this is so fresh. You can just hear it. Yeah. You can just hear how fresh and like excited and how experimental he's being as well i mean i'd say out of all of them this is the one where he experiments the most because he was trying to find his sort of vocal sound he found it more in iowa and then found the diamond version of it on uh, subliminal verses but yeah they were still messing around you know he was like doing little rapping bits little screaming bits Little half singing bits, yeah. <laughs> little nice vocal bits. You know, they, on this whole album, there's not that many clean Corey vocals. And what you've come to expect from Slipknot now is harsh vocals and then an amazingly clean, catchy chorus. Yeah. That's not the songs on this album no. at all. You get it, but you get it in very little, small doses throughout the songs. You know, you don't have the sort of almost Slipknot ballads, I would call them, that you have the that you'd expect from them now. Yeah. I think that's why I like this album so much. Like you said, it feels so raw. Yeah. It feels like the beginning of a band. It feels like the beginning of a band. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, it feels like the beginning, which is a great place to come in, I think. Like, yeah. if I was to recommend anyone to start off a Slipknot album, I'd say just go and start with the first one. 
straight to the beginning. Yeah. Like, that's where you should start yeah. because it's fucking awesome. <laughs> so yeah, I agree. It's raw. It's raw. It's energetic. You can tell they're all up for it. They want to. They want to get going. The songs are great. The singles were brilliant. Videos were great. It's just. It's. We could praise this all yeah. day. We'll have to move <laughs> yeah. on because we yeah. we could sit here and talk, I, we could do a whole episode just about this album. Yeah. So, but yeah, for, for me, I I I feel like they, they they took all the boot all the bass out of it. Yes, it's not a bass. I get you. Yeah, it's 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 mid heavy. This album, it is. It is. The guitars are boosted a lot. The the bass is. You know, they were doing it specifically for a reason. You know, to try and get those to cut through. Yeah because a lot of songs have been played on the radio and blah, blah, all that sort of stuff. But I mean, you know, Ross Robinson, who produced it, produced all of the great bands at the time, you know, like especially, you know, I I, I would say that this album and Korn's first album, so Korn, Korn, Slipknot, Slipknot, both produced by Ross Robinson, are very similar albums yeah. where they're fantastic, they're raw, they're the rawest form of the bands that you ever got. Yeah. So if I was to recommend anyone to listen to Korn, go listen to the first I album. Still on, go listen I to the first album. I don't know if I ever have listened to Korn's first album. If you, if you like this, you'll like Korn Korn. Yeah. Cool. You will. You, you'll you just like it. It's like this. You can just tell it's a band right at the beginning. Yeah. Roar as hell. Going for it. Awesome. Should we move on to IR? Yes. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> That's all right. So you said that. <laughs> and going I brought off on us one, back. I'll say it. You could bring us back. I'm going off. Um, I'm going off. Iowa. Again, what an album. I remember. I've said mm. on the on the podcast before, but I want to say it again. I remember when I got this album. I was my parents took us to Minehead. Uh, I was sat in the in the back seat of the car. There was a Woolworths there. I got my parents to buy it for me from Woolworths in Minehead, <laughs> and I got it back to the car. Nice. Open my discman. Took out my Westlife CD to, <laughs> to, to put Slipknot Iowa in. Um, yeah, and I probably listened to it all the way home. Oh my god, what an what an album! Just just what, a, what an album! What a mind blast it is! I mean that intro with just screaming, yeah, Jack, like just like what a place to start. They, you know, they the, I think the best thing about this album is they went right. How can we do the first album? And they said, I know what we'll do. We'll do that. But this time we'll just up everything to 10. Yeah. You know, we'll have Ridiculous Screaming. We'll have him calling people shit. We'll have two guitarists playing two completely different riffs at the exact same (laughs) time. We'll have Joey doing the most ridiculous blast beats. Like this album, even compared to Metal Now, is just stupid how ridiculous it is and how ridiculously good it is as yeah. well like it's just it's ridiculous like, if you take a song like disaster piece you're just like what is what what's happening now <laughs> how how did they make this what was this band practice like like it's it's unbelievable it really is it's it's a great statement for metal and i know this is this is seen as one of the most popular you know slip my albums and i can see why I can see why they still play tracks off of this now because it's fantastic. Yeah. It is just a brilliant album. Great videos. I do not. I completely remembered as well. We were watching. So I bought a, this. This Slipknot related. I bought um, the first uh, four um, Resident Evil movies yeah. to show Vicky, <laughs> and then I completely forgot that my plague was uh, was a, was a video for um, 
the Resident Evil first thing and we watched the movie and then the the credits started rolling and the Slipmoss started playing and I was like, oh yeah! yeah. <laughs> oh my God, I completely forgot about the video where it's got like live clips and then loads of clips of the Resident Evil movie. That, that had completely skipped my brain for some reason. Yeah, it was cool. So yeah. yeah, yeah, really cool. So yeah, I mean, this album is just... And do you remember how much the Left Behind video was played on Kerrang? So much. But I I never got I never got bored of it. I just, no. some some bands you can get bored of quite quickly, or some songs. But this one, it was just incredible every single time. Yeah, great video as well. If you've never seen the video for uh, Left Behind, you should go and watch it because it's excellent. It's really, 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 yeah. really good. Uh, I think um, the right one, that but, one. and I did the one where there's sort of loads of people with tops off store the kid on the, the house. Kid on the, oh, no, that's, that's psychosocial. Yeah, that's pushing my fingers into my eyes. One, yeah. This one's the kid on the bike who's getting bullied, and then he is eating the weird cereal. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And yeah. then it's got Slipknot, Slipknot in the rain. Yeah. No. Hang on. Yeah, you remember? You're, 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 I you'll remember. I would it. have seen it definitely, but oh my god, you would have seen it a million times. It should be. It should be. It's burned into my retinas. <laughs> I watched that video so much. Yeah. No, I that and would have. the that and the by the way. Red Hot Chili Peppers song that they never stopped yeah. playing. That video where he's in the car trying to get out of the car. That that and that one are no, like can't stop. A lot. Burned. Was it can't stop? Where they got that weird? Yeah, can't stop. Um, artist who was like just yes, and like yeah. going in the two tubes and stuff. That's what I. Yeah, that's, that's the good. Chili that's Peppers one song. I remember the most. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, uh, that's, 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 we're just going to go off yeah. on one again. <laughs> Let's get back to sleep. Uh, no, I, um, I can yes, picture uh, that video. On. Yeah, I can, but I can't. Yeah. remember a lot of it at the moment well watch it again it, it, i'm sure it will come like flooding back but again everyone loved this album critics love this album fans love this album you know magazines bloody everyone loved this album yeah. so it was great it really was a it's a fantastic album go back to it if you haven't um and i love when they play anything off of this live like yeah. anything i think last time they played loads actually i think they played they might have even played everything ends and disaster piece last time because I remember them coming playing it, and I was like, "Are they are they are they playing this?" <laughs> like, th- th- yeah, th- this album they only play a few off of now. So when you hear more than just, um, I mean, my plague, they never play my plague. Yeah, I don't think I've ever heard Slipknot play my plague apart from this tour. I need to get back on um, that website and have a look because I haven't paid attention to what they play for a long time. To be fair, yeah. Uh, to be fair, I will say from this album, one of my favorite. Not my performances because I thought that they it. I think I thought it was the worst time I've seen Slipknot download 2013 overall. I just think because the crowd were a bit dead for it. Yeah. Um, but th- one of the best songs I've ever played was in that set. They played gently. It's on YouTube in full HD. They played gently live. Yeah. And they had the snow falling. It was. I was getting goosebumps. I'm getting goosebumps thinking about <laughs> it now because that was one of my favorite songs growing yeah. up. And when they when I was like. They're wearing the white suits. They're going to play gently. And then he's standing there singing. And they, they have like the lights coming down. And then all of the snow's falling. I was literally, I'm getting goosebumps now thinking about it. I was like, I was like, this is an incredible moment. So yeah, go and check out Gently uh, from Download 2013 on YouTube if you haven't. Because it's fucking amazing. <laughs> it's brilliant. It's really worth listening to and watching. I wasn't. Um, but yeah, is there anything else? Go on, sorry. It's boring. What are you going to say? I wasn't over, just pouring. Wasn't overly keen on gently, if I'm honest. I think it's a bit of a slower one. 
Same with Bone, yeah, bone Church recently. That... I, I don't, I'm not really that. It's one that builds up, man. And when it gets to the end, it's fucking mm. goes for it, man. Nah, not for me. Anyway. <laughs> Dickhead. <laughs> you like doing that at the moment, don't you? I love it. Cool. But yeah, very good. Um, Amazing. What an album. <laughs> yeah, same. Oh my God. Same album. What an album. Just everything. Everything about it. Apart from Jenny. No, not apart from Jenny. Just listening to it as an album. It was, it's obviously part of it. I didn't. Yeah. Whatever. Um, Volume 3, Subliminal Verses. Uh, so again, on this one, I I have said it before. I'll say it again just in case of new people. I didn't think I liked this album for a long time. And then we talked about it a few times. And I, I was like, I think I like this album. There's more on this album than I realize I know. Yeah. Um, Duality is the one I was thinking of a minute ago with, with the video yeah. with the people. Oh, that was it. Duality, yeah. not psychosocial. Yeah, duality. Yeah. And and I was like, I, I like this album, I think. I think that I think there were more slower songs on this. Uh, what is it? Uh, Vermilion? Yeah, Vermilion. What, part one and part mm-hmm. two. And they released Vermilion as a single, didn't they? Which is a slower song. And I was just like, yeah. this, isn't, uh, this isn't what I like about Slipknot. Uh, this, so this is where I started to go off of them for a little while. or well, for a long while. Uh, until recently, actually. Until this last few days if I'm honest. So uh, big things are coming up. I'm going to talk about. So I, I didn't really pay any attention to Slipknot very much since. Well, this is 2004, this album. Fuck me. So almost 20 years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shit. Wow. Okay. That's a, that's crazy. Yeah. Uh, well, I would say this is one of my favorite Slipknot albums. They're all, I, like, I like every Slipknot album, again, to varying degrees. But um, this album is amazing. And yeah, a lot of people... Didn't like it as much as Iowa because I like Slipknot are doing what we've talked about before. They said, well, we don't want to do that anymore. Yeah. We want to do this now. And a lot of people didn't like that. So I can understand why it threw some people off of Slipknot, like yourself. But personally, me, I thought, okay, I'm on board. I'm on board with legitimately whatever you want to do. You want to make a dance album, I'm on board with it. <laughs> um, so as soon as I heard this album, I mean, I, I, I was blown away by this album. I was like, Wow. To go from Iowa to this is just like yeah, it has loads of heavy songs on it as well. But you know his his vocals by this point had started to get from really good to incredible. Like you know, Vermilion for me is definitely one of the best Slipknot songs without a doubt. Um, obviously, Duality would became a massive hit, like huge, probably. Bigger than any of Slipknot's other past songs, Duality blew past all of them. It just yeah. became super popular. Everyone knew it. Um, and it was great. Same with Before I Forget. I think that's the single as well that started to change some people's minds on, I'm not sure about this new Slipknot, but then they had Before I Forget and they thought, actually, it's different, but it's still really, really good. That's another good video as well. Um, but yeah, I was blown away by this. I remember listening to it at the time and just thinking, well, that's amazing. <laughs> um, and I used to, at this point, I was working in um, CEX, Computer Exchange, in um, in Watford. And we just had this album on repeat in the store. Just constantly yeah. going, okay. going, going. This, this and a um, couple of other albums that were big, big at the time. But this one was definitely just over and over again. Played, 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 played. Yeah, uh, I have very fond memories of this. And also, another change, this was the first time they properly changed all of their masks. Uh, okay. Like, Corey changed his, and everyone... Because before, 
uh, for, for Slipknot, Slipknot and Iowa, Iowa were different masks slightly, but they were sort of variations of the ones that were on Slipknot, Slipknot. Yeah. Where on this album, a lot of people changed the overall designs of the mask. Most notably, Corey's obviously went from the dreadlocks to, you know, the one that was more pushed to his face with the little, um, with the eyes cut out. Yeah. So I just think in every way, it was a big turning point for Slipknot generally. Um, and yeah, I think it's an unbelievable album. I'm sure other people will agree with me, but I'm glad that you thought you didn't like it. But as it turns out, you actually quite like this album. Yeah, I mean, it, it's not as bad as I thought. Uh, I actually think Pulse of the Maggots was the first single that he brought out from it. I think that song gets overlooked. Oh, okay. um, I, I, I yeah, could be wrong. It's not very often that I know something that you don't. You, you sounded surprised when you heard that. But I think it was. I think they <laughs> did bring that. Well, that was the first one out. And it was out like months before the album was out. It was out a long time. I could be wrong. Yeah, I think... Well, I had it on a... Yeah, they, it, they didn't release it as an official single, but it was on Kerrang! and Metal Hammer CDs. Oh, okay. Like well, they, like they it gave then. it to everyone early, right. but it wasn't a single single. Oh, okay. Never had a video or anything. But I get... Yeah, you're right. Well no, done. Oh, yes. Me- memories. I, I do remember some things, but uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> some things come flooding back. Yeah, before I forget. Uh, but did you... Did you did you see them on this? No. Because uh, obviously, well, they played Download 2005 on this album. Yeah. Good question. Did you watch them at Download 2005? I'm sure I would have, but I don't remember ever seeing that was them. What, yeah. When they weren't headlining, but I'm like going off of the previous albums. I definitely would have watched them. I don't remember. Don't remember yeah. it very much though. Well, at all. I don't remember it at all. <laughs> if, if I'm honest. Uh, I'd have to. I'd have to go back. Yeah, and I mean, some videos I, and see yeah, I have very vivid memories of them playing that download two thousand because my first download two thousand five. Yeah, um, and obviously I was super buzzed about the new album, but I remember watching Slipknot. I can remember. I can literally picture it in my head now, standing there with the stage there, because it was the first time I'd ever seen them at a festival. So I was like, "Oh, okay, crazy." Um, and I remember that they they used to do this thing live where they when they used to play Vermilion. They take their masks off, but they'd all have their faces painted black. Huh. And some of them would be wearing like black masks of their own face. Yeah. And then some of them would just have their faces painted and they would play Vermilion. And it like, it's already a really weird song. Yeah. But that would make it like super weird. That, like, I, I would be I've like, never heard that. I've never known. Yeah. That. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure there is, there's footage of that online um, from the download one, I think, actually. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, that that made because I already love that song, but that made it super cool and super weird to see Slipknot take their masks off. Yeah, and you were like, "What is what on earth is going on now?" Like by this point, you know, we we already knew what a lot of them looked like, but um, but it was cool to see them in a different sort of weird light. And I do remember as well that in Left Behind, and I'm sure other people will recount this uh, when they played Left Behind at that gig, the moment in the video where it starts raining, it started raining at the exact same time live. And that was also another thing that was really trippy and probably why those two things make this performance and it being my first download, like burned, seared into my memory, like forever. Yeah, you said 2005 then, did you? I know you said that before. I didn't, I I don't think I knew you were talking about 2005. Uh, I don't recall it. I don't remember it. But I do want to. I do want to go back and watch some videos. 
to see if it brings back mm. some memories now because there's no way I would have missed them, right? Surely, I can't remember. No, probably not. Probably yeah. not. You were still in your early download days then as well, so it would only yeah. been your third one, but you, you would have been to Ozfest before as well, so you would have been mm. on your first sort of roll. Yeah, yeah. Well, obviously, yeah. Said I went to Ozfest. Then the first download with people I didn't really know that well. So it was only yeah, two thousand and four, two thousand and five was when I first started going with some really good friends and just drinking and just getting massively drunk <laughs> and just sat sat around in the campsites. So uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't think it's possible that I missed them, but I don't remember it either. <laughs> I did see them on the mm. Iowa tour. Uh, I think a lot of people probably saw them on that tour. We didn't talk about talk about it, but I know. I think you said you saw them on the Iowa tour. Yeah. 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 Lucky. Incredible. Lucky yeah. Uh, I don't know if that was the first time Joey ever did the uh, spinning drum kit. I think it might have been. Yeah, probably. It was. Yeah, yeah. I think it was. They definitely weren't doing it on the first album. So, yeah. Yeah. Wicked. Uh, oh, actually, John, I forgot to say something. In 2000, when they were going to play England for the first time, they were playing at, I want to say, the Astoria. Yeah, it was the Astoria in London. Rest in peace, Astoria. Fuck's sake. Another good venue gone. Um, it's been should, a while now, but it still hurts. taken a cut um, of the merch. Might have still been going. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, they knocked it down oh. to widen the railway lines for the 2012 Olympics. Oh, oh that's rubbish. So, yeah. Yeah, it sucks. Um, but anyway, they were playing at the Astoria. And at that time, obviously, they were popular, but they hadn't quite blown up as big as they obviously were going to get. And I asked my mum if I could go, and she said no. <laughs> so I could have seen, I could have seen that very first show at the Astoria, and I read the reviews in the Kerrangs afterwards, and I was devastated that I didn't go. Yeah. And my mum was like, "No, you ain't going to that." You got to bear in mind I was fifteen at this point, so I was get super out. young, but I was like, "Oh no, I can't go." And that, I think that's always annoyed me. It's like I think I'm going to hold that against my mum till the day she dies. I think. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, back to uh, Volume 3, Subliminal Verses. Uh, so yeah, so, I mean, some of the songs I quite like. Well, yeah, go, going through the song, Tracks, The Blister Exists, Duality, um, Pulse of the Maggots Before I Forget. Yeah, this is a very good album. I don't know why I didn't like it for such a long time. Um, but All yeah, right. like I said, You like it now? Yeah, so. I do. But it did put me off for the rest of these. So a lot of these albums coming up are... I, I listened to them for the first time only recently. <laughs> Uh, which I is I see I think is seems strange to say, seeing how big Slipknot are. But <laughs> yeah, I don't know if there's many other people in the same boat as me who just sort of went off of Slipknot. Just to let us know. <laughs> but see, it seems like everybody yeah. likes them. Yeah, but there'll be a few because Subliminal Verses was such a weird change from Iowa. Yeah. I I knew a lot of people at the time that were a bit like, mm. it took a while for them to get into it. But I think a lot of people probably got forced just by the amount of play that they had. Yeah. You know, you hear duality and you think, you know, I'm going to check out the rest of the album. And then before you know it, you listen to the whole album. So, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. Should, we, should we move on? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so the next one is um, All Hope Is Gone. Looking at the track list, the only, I think the only song I knew from this one was Psychosocial. And I did enjoy this song when it was first first out. I don't really know why I didn't give the album a chance. Uh, maybe it was a bit too different. Yeah. I don't know. Well, this, this album, I don't know whether it's just a recent thing. Um, and I know there are like bait articles, right? But I'm going to do a whole thing about Metal Hammer articles on my YouTube because they are really starting to piss me off. 
really really <laughs> badly yeah with some of their stuff that they say about albums and stuff i went on a whole rant today about paradise lost because they said a paradise lost album was bad just because it's one that wasn't metal uh yeah. I, I went off um but <laughs> but we will get that's, that's a whole nother thing um but this album i've noticed in all the articles and all of the like slipknot ratings always seems to get shit from writers and i don't know why the, I, like i love this album I, I think this album is excellent it's you know it's not probably as polished i would say as other slipknot albums but it's got some absolutely killer tracks on it i mean sulfur incredible psychosocial incredible dead memories probably one of the most underrated slipknot songs snuff incredible like there's so many great songs and then to top it all off on the special edition they released till we die which is like a slow weird song that wasn't supposed to be on the album but they put it on anyway it's, it's probably one of the best slipknot songs it's strange and weird and a lot like the new stuff is this was like a sort of window into what they were going to be 10 years later I, yeah. I think this album's awesome and I think it gets too much shit from writers and columnists who always seem to knock it for some reason. But one thing you've got to remember as well, this is the last original lineup album because not yeah, long after true. this, Paul Gray died. Um, yeah. And then obviously since then, we have no longer had the original lineup Slipknot. So yeah, I, I think for the original lineup album last one i think this is a killer album to go out on for for all of them um obviously super sad that paul died and obviously from then slipknot sort of changed but um i love this album i think it's great i will defend this album till the cows come home literally (laughs) i think it's great um but a lot of people i guess don't think so or writers don't seem to think so so yeah i don't don't know what else you have to say about it that's interesting because I'm sure a lot of the same writers would have praised it in 2008 when it first came out. I'm sure yeah. there's never been a time where everyone is slating a Slipknot album. Everyone's probably... It's like you said, that it, it, it's what's popular at the time. Slipknot have released an album. It's always going to be popular. So all the all the journalists and everything will be jumping on it, pushing yeah. what's popular. But now yeah. they're going back and going... Mm. Uh, yeah i mean it's all in context because there are more slipknot albums to compare it to so i get that but i just i just see the same magazines just dumping on this album and um it just annoys me because they're they're making it out like it's a bad album when it's it's definitely not a bad album so yeah i'd like to know what other people think if there are people out there as well that really like this album because i do (laughs) (laughs) i might be alone on that but um another thing we should bring gone sorry well i think one of the things for me for this album was um i'm pretty sure it was sulfur it's quite a, a softer song but i i i felt like Corey's vocals in it sounded exactly the same as one of stone sour's songs from the first album okay um, not not just vocal vocal wise like sounding like it but like even even the the melody uh, of the, the the vocal melody sounded like it was a Stone Sour album, and, and again, I know I've said it before, um, I've grown up I think a little bit. Since I think that's Snuff. You're getting it mixed up with Sulfur's a heavy one. I think uh, okay. Snuff is the Snuff is the Snuff. slow one. That's the one right. that you mean. I I get that. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I, I'm I'm with uh, you. It, it's a very Stone Sour type song on a Slipknot yeah. album. Totally okay. with you on that. Yeah, and uh, so yeah, just just going back to what I have said on the on the on the podcast before. Well, I, I was saying like 
Slipknot and Stone Sour, Stone Sour should have stayed separate. You know, the, it's, it's going to be going to be hard to do. Uh, Slipknot should have stayed heavy. Stone Sour stay lighter or, or or something like because I really like Stone Sour. The first album I absolutely loved. I listened to it over and over and over again. Um, it, it's like it's the soundtrack to a game I was playing at the time. I can't remember Dragon, not Dragon Age ones, but yeah, it was a an RPG, and I listened to it over and over again. So if I hear anything from that first album, it reminds me of the game, and I'm sure that something similar has happened to other people. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I loved that album. I loved Stone Sour at the time. I loved Slipknot, but because I was, I don't want to say the, I don't want to make excuses for myself and say because I was young, but it was a long time ago, and 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 <laughs> I do feel like it was quite an immature thing to do and say at the time. But yeah, at, at the time I was like. That's not my Slipknot. <laughs> Slipknot and Stone Sour Stone Sour just stay separate, and that could be a reason why I went off of both of them as well. Yeah, because I never listened to a single Stone Stone Sour album yeah. after that. That's fair enough. Yeah, Stone Sour made some good stuff as well, but um, I'm definitely more of a Slipknot man than a Stone Sour man. But Stone yeah. Sour definitely have their place. They got some good tracks as well. Um, what I was going to say about this album is also this album is seminal for me as well because the year after. Slipknot played their first ever festival headline set, which yeah. was the legendary Download 2009, which was all of the original band for the last time and playing stuff off of this album. Like they played Dead Memories, and I don't think they've ever played that since. And that really? was one of my favorite <laughs> songs watching them live. Obviously, again, the whole 2009 set is on YouTube. Go and watch it. That is legitimately one of the best gigs I've ever seen in my life that will always be in my top five gigs. Like Slipknot headlining down in 2009 was just almost unmatchable. Like how happy they were, how happy the fans were, just everything was perfect. Also, it's my favorite download of all time. Just to, you know, top, top tip the cap to it, but... <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, just what a gig. I've 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 I'm not sure I've ever been that excited for a show before ever. I I was excited and I didn't even know it as well at the time. Like we we were stood quite far away for, for from from the stage. And we were just just casual chatting, you know, waiting for them to come on. But as soon as they came on, it was like something took over me and I was just mm. going mental. I yeah, there's something about that set yeah i don't know what it was it's, it's like, like you know you know what they say about um like emotional plays not a dry eye in the house there yeah. was not a, a devil horn <laughs> everyone had <laughs> like everyone was just going the vibe that's what it was it was like a yeah it's like a feeling it's like it's like you could feel a storm coming like i had butterflies i was literally like we're witnessing something special right here like this is something special and like when yeah. you watch it and you know Corey halfway through saying to the people and he's saying you know he said before he was getting proper emotional because people would told them they could never headline festivals you know and they're there with you know 100 or you know 70,000 people whatever the hell it was then um but yeah like you could see you could feel how emotional they all were about it and how much of a big deal it was to them to finally get to sort of the you know the tippy top of the of the mountain so i think it was excellent and um as we found out um in other podcasts that you know um people were told 
people were top were telling people the people that were booking download not to put them as a headliner because they didn't yeah. think that they could bring in the numbers or headline the festival and it's crazy now when you think that people were telling Andy Copping not to book Slipknot as a headliner but you've got to think about it that then they hadn't they hadn't been a head as you know a headliner before it's kind of like yeah. bring me the horizon now even though i'd say bring me the horizon a I want to say bigger now than not bigger, but okay, but more likely to headline. But it's just weird because you would have thought Sitmar have always been headlining festivals. Always. Yes, exactly what I said earlier. It does feel yeah. weird thinking about they yeah. were at one point not headlining, but yeah. still, yeah, playing but not headlining. Yeah, so a was... lot of the fe- yeah, a lot of the feelings that people were getting about Bring Me the Horizon headlining this year are a lot of the feelings that we had at the time when Slipknot were announced because it was like wow. Oh my God, Slipknot going to headline download. And that's the yeah. same thing I get this year when I'm incredibly excited to see Bring Me headline. I, I'm getting that same sort of vibe. So um, yeah, I mean, I, I just can't say enough good things about that performance um, and how much I enjoyed it. It will, yeah, forever stay with me, that weird feeling of that gig. Just It will never leave me. It's so um. Yeah, I'll, I'll probably look for that one as well. <laughs> I'll try, try and look for both of them. <laughs> try and remember. But yeah, anyway, let's not talk any more about that because um, we'll move on. Adam. Yeah. The <laughs> uh, point five, the grey chapter. Is that how you say it? Point five? Just point five. Well, five, the grey chapter. The grey uh, chapter. I guess it's point five, the grey chapter. People just call it the grey chapter. Yeah. Anyone doesn't say the five bit, but okay. yeah. Okay. <laughs> totally. I assume that was Paul Gray's number as well, yeah? He was number five in the band, and it was I the fifth album. do not remember that. <laughs> I do maybe not remember. Not, maybe not then. The only numbers of Slip I remember are zero, then Corey was eight. Uh, yeah, I don't remember. But yeah, you might be right with that one. Maybe. Um, but yeah, uh, I listened to this album for the first time ever recently. And what an album. It was... So one thing I want... and Yeah, another thing... One thing I want to say quickly again as well, like every, every, when bands sort of drop off a little bit, Slipknot probably did a little bit, not not that much compared to others, and people want them to be popular again or as big as they were. It, it, it seems like every album it comes out and, they, and people will say they're going back to their roots, you know, they're going back to mm. what they were like, Slipknot, Slipknot, or Hybrid Theory, they're going back to Hybrid Theory to, for this album. And it never seems to be true. Uh, but... This, I, I feel like I kind of went off of them as well a little bit because I thought they weren't he- weren't as heavy as they were. But listening to some of it, like listening to these albums, they are. Some of these some of these songs on this album and the other albums that I, I hadn't listened to were really heavy and were really Slipknot-like. Just it, maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe they maybe the songs they released as singles weren't as heavy as their album songs. Uh, yes. So I, I, I would have heard some of the singles and gone, ah, nah. Not, I'm still not interested in. But them. the Slipknot you actually wanted was actually on the album. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Totally. Although I will say, from this album, I think the Devil and I might be the heaviest single they've ever released. Okay. Oh, uh, for, you know, a, a, lot, a lot of it yeah. has the slow bits, but yeah. when it goes fast, you know, at the end and the other bits where it's just all, it's almost blast beats. You know, when that because obviously. We have to say, obviously, Joey left the band before this, and they had Jay Weinberg come in, who is also an incredible drummer. Um, I think that him coming in and Alessandro, the bassist, um, right. coming in to this sort of lit a f- sort of a bit of a flame under underneath them. Okay. 
and this album had a bit more oomph to it. I think ha- adding those two new members just gave them a little push to say, do you know what? We're going to really give this album our all. And obviously they wanted to yeah. dedicate everything to, to Paul as well. So I can see why this album had such a big punch. But yeah, I'd say Devil and I, I mean, when I heard that, when I saw the, the when I saw the video to that song, I was blown away. I was like, okay, that might be one of the most evil and insane things I've ever seen in a music video. So if you haven't seen a video for Devil and I, no, I Slipknot doing their Slipknot thing, but to initiate the two new members into Slipknot, they're wheeled in on these little like wheelchairs almost. They're like wheeling around for half the video. And to initiate them into the band, all of the members of Slipknot stab the new members to death in the video, <laughs> thus incorporating them as death into the band and then shortly after they've killed them you see them for the first time in their masks in their full slipknot gear you know going for it playing with the rest of the band i thought that was so cool and such an awesome way to introduce two new members into the band i was like that's sick yeah um i will say though you've never seen that oh mate no if, if anyone, I'm, I mean, a lot of people probably have, if you've never seen the Devil and I music video, not only is it an incredible song, what a video that is. It's brilliant. Also, Corey's mask on this album, the Goblin mask, is horrible. It's, yeah, it's a horrible yeah. mask in a good way. It's just, it, it just looks horrible. Um, and I'll say that Kill Pop as well is probably top 10 Slipknot songs for me, easily. Um, but should I tell you what? I didn't like this album when it came out. Really? It's the first album that came out where I listened to it all the way through and I, I was disappointed. I was. I was I was disappointed at first. I, this album didn't click with me until much later. I loved the singles. I loved Custer. I loved Devil and I. I loved Kill Pop. But the rest of the album didn't really do it for me. But then listening back a couple of years later, I was literally like, oh, why... <laughs> Why did I not like this album? Because it's really good. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, 2015? Does this was this 15? Uh, 14. 14. So 2014 and 15 were two very difficult years for me. I was going through a lot of things. It was the year I moved from London to Cheltenham. Uh, just, uh, just a load of things happened. I, I was going through a very bad time at that point. So. Right. I think that had a little something to do with it, but also I just I didn't really give it the amount of time that I should have given it. But then yeah. a couple of years later, I, I went back and went, oh, this is so good. I really like it. So this is the only one like that for me. All the others I've been listened to and sort of accepted as they are. This is the only one of Slipmots that I had an afterthought of. Yeah. Probably my favorite one out of the others that I okay. hadn't already listened to. Something nice. we're yeah. not exactly the same on. Almost everything yeah. else, we are like <laughs> twins. Go away, Adam. Other Adam. Twins. 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 Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but uh, it's a great album. It's a great album. Really, really yeah. like it. Yeah. Really so love it. T- my two favourite songs on this are uh, Skeptic and Nomadic. Mm. Oh, nice. Yes. Yeah. Skeptic's a great track. Yeah. Brilliant. So the first yeah. time I heard like I, I think I've said that I've usually got to listen to it some things a few times. Uh, to sort of get familiar with it, but this, as soon as I heard the first time I heard it, it just blew me away. You're just so like, what is this? I need to, <laughs> I need to remember this to tell you. <laughs> nice, fuck yeah, man! Great album, really good. Yeah, awesome. good. listen yeah. to 
this is a great chapter if you haven't it is it's worth it and go check out that uh devil and i video and um yeah it's brutal great yeah yeah so uh, we are not your kind this was the main one that i struggled to get a good sound for i would say um okay i, I couldn't get i couldn't get into this one and like i said i'm not sure if it was my earphones or i mean because they're not they weren't cheap earphones but maybe yeah maybe it was my earphones i didn't know if it was the album um so i haven't really got a lot to say about this one because i couldn't <laughs> I didn't okay like it. uh well the first thing to say is obviously another member of step not left for this album so chris the long nose man um yeah <laughs> uh, and percussionist he obviously left he got fired i think there was a dispute about really? pay or something i can't remember what it was so obviously they brought in what's known as the the um the tortilla man um the weird i didn't know, I didn't know that popcorn yeah. head fucking weirdo that they've got now doing his percussion parts um yeah very strange but great um so yeah so uh, this album i don't want to do it a disservice because i think it's got good tracks this is my least favorite slipknot album not because I think it's bad. I think you compare this to any other albums and it's good, but it's my least favorite Slipknot album overall. Not yeah. saying it's bad because I'd say this is probably, this was their most critically acclaimed album since like volume three. Like really? everyone loved this album, which is fair enough. It, it's good. Um, I think Unsainted is one of the best Slipknot songs easily. I thought the video was brilliant. I thought it was great. I thought Neo Forte is great as well um solway first good as well um but i just i don't yeah i i don't think that the other songs of this album are great slipknot they're good slipknot not great slipknot so for this it's bottom of the pile for me but i'm not taking that away from anyone saying if it's their favorite because it's a good album but in context of slipknot albums it's my least favorite one um yeah. but i will say that their performance at download 2019 Apart from the 2009 one, probably the best time I've seen Slipknot. They were fantastic in 2019. They, they're they going to have to do a lot to top that this year because they were yeah. bloody brilliant. Um, and I had all my friends around me. Like 2019 was a good download year because um, a lot of my friends, some of my best friends that hadn't been to download in a long time came. And my brother came as well. So it was a big deal to see Slipknot again with the same people that I saw them with in 2009. Yeah. So it's kind of like it, it felt like a sort of anniversary. So it was really great to watch this gig uh, again with my friends. It was brilliant. So that yeah, gave it another nice. little boost. But I also thought that they were really good. And again, it's all on YouTube. It's <laughs> a really, really great gig to watch this one. They're, not, they're very good. I'm not watching three set of Slipknot gigs. And, I'm going to. And a video. <laughs> I'm going to. Two videos. You've got two videos to watch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you got to watch Left Behind and Devil and I. Oh, yeah. No, I, I, I'll know Devil. I'll, I'll know Left Behind. Okay. Um, I do remember it. Yeah. But yeah. yeah so, Devil yeah. So, uh, yeah. Looking at this one, I I would not have known any of the songs from the. I, I don't even know what singles they brought out from this. You don't know Unsainted? No. I don't know Unsainted. What? It's a huge track. Like, yeah, well, it's a great song, ones. dude. That's is a it? great song. Is it? Yeah, okay. man. Oh, dude, listen to Unsainted. That's a that's a killer Slipknot track. That is, yeah, absolutely but killer. I was gonna say, like with the, like with the, the other ones, I at least knew the singles that they brought out from them. Yeah, but this, I had no idea. I I heard of the album when it came out, but 
that was it. You know, I didn't didn't pay any attention to it. Didn't know they brought any singles. It's, right. it's yeah. fine. I might it's try yeah, again. Yeah, go. On. I might try to listen to it some more still. Mm-hmm. So maybe different headphones, but yeah, yeah. try it. It's a, it's still a good album, but personally my least favorite, but still good. Yeah, cool. Uh, and the end so far. Uh, do you know what? I didn't actually get around to listen to this one this time, uh, but we did speak about it before. I've still got it downloaded. Um, I wasn't too keen on this album either, if I'm okay. honest. Um, so yeah, so I, I like the, it. The... Go on, sorry. Sorry. Uh, I like it a little bit more. I like some of the songs a little bit more than from when we spoke about it when it was first out. What was it 2022? It feels like such a long time ago we spoke about this album. Um, but yeah, some of these songs have grown on me, but... Uh, I still wasn't that keen on the album as okay. a whole. Yeah, I mean, I it's again they've done what they've done when they've done several more verses. They've stepped away. They've kept some of the same things because the dying song is pretty much just a standard Slipknot track single that you would expect from them, which is still really good. Um, but they've you know they've they've it, this album marks a huge thing in Slipknot's career, which is it's the last album they'll ever put out on Roadrunner. Now all yeah. of Slipknot's albums from Slipknot, Slipknot have been on Roadrunner. They that connection between Roadrunner Records and Slipknot has been huge. You know, it's it's one of the biggest sort of connections between a band and a record label out of all time, basically. So it's it's very much an end of an era album, and it has like a I don't want to say a downer feel, but a down feel to it. Like it says the end so far because this album feels like the end of something it feels like the end of a movie it feels like the end of a career if you go in listening to this album thinking about endings you will enjoy this album so much more because you will think okay it feels like an end point and then where they're gonna go now will feel like a sort of revival like a phoenix from the ashes sort of thing yeah so i i love this album from that point i think it's weird I think Yen is easily I, top 10 Slipknot songs. It's, I like Yen, yeah. Um, I cannot wait for them to play that at download. Um, and like we said before, I'm really interested to see what they play off this album. They'll play the Dying Song. They might play the Shackleton Rag and they'll play Yen. Yeah. But will they play anything else? Will they play one of the weird ones? Will they start with Adderall? Will they start with a song that sounds more like Elbow than Slipknot? <laughs> that would be really interesting to Vicky. Do you know what Vicky calls it? Vicky goes, "Oh yeah, I really like the new Slipknot album, but don't play the Elbow song." <laughs> she calls Adderall the Elbow song because it is essentially just an Elbow track made I, by Slipknot. I can't I say it. I know much about Elbow. Okay, so well, if you've heard Adderall from... by Slipknot, you've heard Elbow. Yeah, okay, yeah, sure. uh, that's not a diss because I, I, I Elbow great. I just think that it was a really weird way to start the album, but I really like it. But yeah, yeah, I love this album. I think this album's excellent. But like I said, go in thinking about endings. Think of that as the end of an era album, and you will like it so much more than you did before. Yeah, and then yeah. you might, it, you know, it might bring you round to this to this album. But I do think it's worth the time. I think it's a great. I think it's a wicked album to see Slipknot on. God knows what they're going to play because now they've got you know seven studio albums under their belt loads of stuff to choose from they always pull something random out of the bag whenever they play live um so who knows what we're going to get from them this year could be anything don't know yeah well it's like we were saying earlier they i mean they don't need to bring something new and different like um 
Metallica and Bring Me the Horizon are doing. But yeah. I bet they will. I, I bet they will have something new and different. There, there, there's some songs that they've been doing for a long time uh, where, where they do certain things like spit it. No, is it spit it out? Did he jump up? Or yeah. Jump the, yeah. Somebody thinking jump the fuck up, but that was Soulfly, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, um, I don't actually know if they still do that. Or whether they've sort of moved on from it because they've been doing some of the same things for like twenty years now. They've done it in twenty nineteen, so they've still been doing yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess it's sort of the thing that people things, go to Slipknot shows for. They so. have to, yeah, they have to carry on doing. it. I mean, it, they don't but... have to. They could do a Slipknot set without it. But... Just yeah, I was just going to say, I think it's nice for the band when they've got enough things to do to move on from some things that people already love. They, they've got some better things. You, people yeah. might not always think it's better at the time, but um, another thing I've said before, like when a band can replace the last song they play with something else, it's always yeah. cool, you know, yeah. because it's good enough to replace it. Uh, and I think I said that that's something that Shine Down have been doing, like been able to do all the time, like they're constantly doing better stuff. Uh, yeah. But yeah, so hopefully they do something new and different for their yeah. sake as well as ours. Yeah, um, yeah, that'd be yeah. cool. Yeah, and I mean, like we said, we just we just won another Slipknot show. We'll yeah. be happy with just another <laughs> Slipknot show. I mean, yeah, on the sun, ugh, that Sunday is going to be so brutal. Yeah. Oh my god, I, oh, that Sunday it's the most metal day possible. It's on the bloody Sunday. Sunday used to be the classic rock day, <laughs> yeah. so you could chill out after your crazy weekend. But now they're putting the heaviest bands on the friggin' last day. So yeah, it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see what they play and what they do but i do like this album uh and overall i i love slipknot <laughs> i just i love slipknot as a band i love you know i'll say you know i have a love and hate relationship with Corey taylor because i think he's got a big mouth on him sometimes and he's and the whole thing with machine gun Kelly. i mean when people when people have beef it's it's just embarrassing it's not <laughs> it's not good i mean it's two grown men taking digs at each other over twitter it's it's embarrassing it takes away from the band. You yeah. shouldn't be doing that, really. But he's been doing that for a long time, and he's very, you know, outspoken and stuff. And I respect him for that. But he says a lot of things that I don't agree with. So, on record, I love him as a person. I have a mixed relationship with Corey Taylor, um, but always have a good connection live. So I will be very happy to see them. Yeah. Well, on on that, I I got to admit, I have never really heard much of what. Corey Taylor has done. I've heard people saying for years and years and years that he can be a bit up himself. He's a bit of a twat sometimes. But I've I've, I've never looked into it. I've never really heard it. I mean, I can understand how he could be. You know, he's one of the biggest rock gods on the planet. And, you know, you'd have to be an incredible person to not let that sort of get to you a little bit. So, I mean, I, I could see how it's possible. But, yeah, I've, I've never seen it. And uh, even though I haven't really liked Slipknot over these last few years or not, they haven't been my thing, like like I've Mm -hmm. been saying, I still wouldn't sort of make that judgment based on uh, hearsay. Yeah, I I just think that's he's just he's just that type of person to me comes across as, which is fine. Like, I think if he was just some random bloke in a bar, he would be doing it like. (laughs) I think that's just him as a person. I'm not saying it's a bad trait. Yeah. Um, he's just a different kind of person to what I am. Yeah. Which is fine. They don't, you know. So I, I will say quickly. I don't know why that just what you were saying just reminded me of it. But there's a really funny Slipknot clip when I don't know if you've seen it. I'm sure other people have. When 
this guy's trying to get an interview of them at some festival in Europe. This is recent. This is like, um, oh, what album would this been on? Not long ago. Like, yeah, maybe Grey Chapter. Yeah. And um, this guy's trying to get an interview with them before they go, like literally just about to go on stage. And um, he puts the mic up to Sid and he just starts going, like coming out with this like made up language. Yeah. And this guy's like, what on earth is going on? And then he... He, he walks off and then he puts the thing up to Clown and Clown just starts shouting random stuff. And Corey Taylor's in the background just going... Like they're doing... like They're just acting really weirdly and it's hilarious. Like just how... You know, they, they always said that when they put the masks on, they sort of... The idea of the masks was sort of to become another person, to become sort of all the things you dislike about yourself. Okay. So you could shed it as like a layer of skin when you took... Took, took them off yeah. um so they you know they're very different personas of when they put the masks on to the people that they are normally you know they go right. crazy on stage they probably wouldn't have wouldn't do that normally so it's just interesting to see them being not not out of character but just acting as the sort of characters that they're depicted as when they wear the masks which yeah. is really weird um but i just think that's another cool layer to slipknot because People just think, oh, they just they wear a mask because they want to stand out, and I'm sure that's how it started. But with with them, it has levels. Uh, I'm sure I've heard Corey Taylor talk about, you know, you put on the mask, you sort of become a different person, a different version of yourself. Yeah, and I think that's really cool. I just think that adds to. I know we all know what they look like now, and it's kind of ruined it, but <laughs> it is still cool when they put the masks on and they become those different personas. So I thought that was just worth mentioning, and that clip is really funny. Yeah, yeah, cool. Um... I'm not gonna look it up. Don't wanna. No, I got too much on my plate now. <laughs> I'll send it to you. I'll send yeah, it to yeah. you. It's only. It's like it's literally like a yeah. minute long. It won't take it's you long fine. to watch. I'll, I'll send it to you, man. Um, but yeah, no, I think, I think around the time when uh, when he was having that beef with, it, with Machine Gun Kelly, I think I did see some videos on online, but it it, it was just it wasn't bad videos. It was just like Corey Taylor doing Q and A's after. Was it maybe after gigs or did he did a tour of just Q and A's? Um, yeah, I think he did like a like an evening with Corey Taylor kind yeah, of thing back in like I think it was like just twenty eleven, yeah. I want to say, and and I thought it was really good, and I was like, he doesn't seem like a twat at all. What people were saying, he seems really cool and down to earth. Oh uh, yeah, yeah it's just one instance over so many years. But yeah, I just wanted to mention that that I, I thought that was cool that he did that, and he seemed so yeah, seemed down to earth and friendly. At yeah, that point. No, I'm, I'm, I'm he is in a lot of stuff. Yeah. It's, sometimes goes off on one which is yeah yeah i'm not not trying to oppose what you're saying Um, yeah no i get it though yeah 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 yeah. i'm sure if i met him in real life we would get on like a house on fire because i'd have so much shit to ask him i would probably fanboy out like hugely as well so (laughs) i'm not sure if i would with anyone oh you see you say you wouldn't but when you meet these people you gush you can't help it I don't you start really, to gush. Uh, there's not many people I would put on a pedestal above me because I know they're just people. Uh, does that make sense? Not not saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not saying. Oh, yeah. I, but I'm not saying I'm as good as these people. I'm I'm as good as famous people. <laughs> I just don't think. I don't know. That sounds really bad. No, it's it's not that though. It's not that they're. I think that they're better than me. It's that when you see these people and you've listened to these people and these people have been a part of your lives for so long when you finally meet one of these people you can't help but have almost an out-of-body experience because it is like meeting someone that doesn't really exist (laughs) 
They yeah. exist, but they don't exist in real life. And when they're there in the flesh and you're close to them, you kind of just go, wow, like your mind... Well, that's what happens to me anyway. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, it might people. happen to me. I don't know. It might not. I, I feel like it wouldn't. I feel I'd just be like, hey, man, how's it going? Sort of thing. Like, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't... Yeah, that's fair. I mean, yeah, that's fair enough. But I don't know. Uh, being, I suppose being from London you would have had more opportunity to meet people it it would be it would be more possible so you maybe thought about it more oh, so many I people don't, yeah don't ever see famous people. people down here so well you just... you know you go to a club in london and this happened numerous times and yeah. you'd you'd be in there and you'd turn around and be oh it's, it's just matt tuck from bullet for my valentine just standing next to me all right mate how you doing yeah good man sweet <laughs> like obviously london draws in a lot of people so yeah. you do see random people when you you tend to run into a few, I've run into him a few times. You 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 tend to, you know, yeah, meet people like that. The only time I've had a weird out of body experience meeting someone is I met Jerry Only, who's the bassist from the Misfits, and I could not believe that I was meeting Jerry Only from the Misfits. And the other thing was that he liked me so much because I got a giant tattoo on my back that says Misfit written in the Misfits font. Yeah. So I had my shirt off at the gig, and. uh and I said, oh, Jerry, man, I, oh, God, I fucking, I love you so much. I was fucking just gushing. And um, <laughs> I said, check out my tattoo. And he went, oh, my God, that is amazing. And he, obviously, if you know who Jerry, Jerry, he's just huge. He's like a wrestler, massive, right? right? He grabbed the back of my head with his giant hand, pushed his forehead to my forehead, like touched foreheads with me and said thank you so much dude for like huh. getting my and this is a, a legend you know it's been the biggest punk bands of all time like influenced bands that influence other bands you know without the misfits there'd be no metallica you like that and he was so appreciative of me having a tattoo of his band on my back yeah it was just like my mind was it just exploded i couldn't <laughs> believe what was happening and that that was an out-of-body experience 100 percent like I think when someone meets someone that's that important to them, like yeah. he is to me, that will happen. Like, I reckon if you met someone from Maiden, dude, uh, Maiden you was going to be one of the only ones. Yeah, I, I honestly think that you would be like, yeah. <laughs> blown away, like totally. So it can happen. It just has yeah. to be the right type of person, you know. Yeah, I'd be the same if I met anyone from Slipknot. They've been there throughout my whole life of being from a teenager to now. If I met a member of Slipknot, I would be. I don't know what I'd do. I don't know what I do, so <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, what would I? How would I? I don't know how I would feel actually. Like I said, yeah. may, maybe it's just something that is very, very unlikely to happen to me here. So it's never really. I've, I, I, I've never thought about it. I've never thought it's a possibility. So I just like, yeah, it's not going to happen. Doesn't matter. I'll be fine yeah. with it. Yeah, you yeah, never I, know. You, you never know how you're going to react. Literally, yeah. you never know. You might. You might just like randomly start crying or something. You don't. You don't know how your brain is going to react to you meeting the these nah. people that have been a part of your lives for so long. So, um, but yeah. Anyway, I don't know how we got onto this, but no, yeah, no, no. meeting Slipknot would be really cool. But yeah. Um. Well, yeah. We 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 pretty much finished talking about the the end so far. We obviously had Bone Church recently. I wasn't too keen on that. You said you loved it. Yeah, loved it. Thought it was brilliant. Thought it was another extension of what they were doing on that. I know it's weirder because it's like an offcut of it, something that they didn't originally intend to put out as far as I know. Um, but there's a whole Slipknot album that should come out that Clown has said. So basically when they recorded 
um, All Hope is Gone, him, Joey, and a couple of others started playing other weird stuff without the other members of Slipknot, but everyone sort of pegged in. Yeah. And apparently there's a whole album of that weird stuff. And I think the song Till We Die, which reminds me of Bone Church, is from those sessions when they just started to write all this really strange music. So we might actually get a very weird Slipknot slash not Slipknot Slipknot album come out one day <laughs> that is all of that strange stuff that they played separate to All Hope Is Gone. That's interesting. And you made me wonder, if if it was recorded, if it's already recorded, would the record label own it if it was recorded in their time? Possibly. Yeah. Yeah, and because they're breaking up from Roadrunner, and I don't think Roadrunner are very happy about it. <laughs> it will never probably see the light of day, but one day it might. But yeah, that's as much as I... Yeah. Um, put into it. I, I'm. It's going to be in what I'm doing. A. I'm in the future. I'm going to do a video about uh, bands and unreleased albums, and that's one of them in there. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Um. I'm glad we managed to get on to Slipknot Live and what they might bring because that's not something I had written down. Obviously, that's something that's relevant to download. That's going to be. We're going to be seeing them in about four months. Oh, so God, yeah, so it's going to be good. Yay. <laughs> <So> <laughs> um. Is there anything else you wanted to say about Slipknot? Anything else you've got in your archives? I mean, there's so, you know, we could go into these albums one by one and I could do an entire episode about each album, I think. Yeah. <laughs> if we both listened to it, I'm sure we could. Um, nice. But no, I, I just say a very interesting, interesting band, great band, really good. I, I can understand why so many people like them and why they're still so entertaining. Um, huge part of music for me, getting into heavy music. Um, and I think I will always love Slipknot. So, um, yeah, I'm really excited to see them this year. Buzzing. Yeah, I'm definitely also quite excited now. Uh, I know I said we keep forgetting about them, or I, I keep forgetting about them. It, that didn't mean that I didn't want to watch them or wasn't interested. Um, but after doing this and talking with you as well, I am quite excited, and, and they are sort of more at the forefront of my mind as well now so uh, i'm hoping we'll see some good things from them well yeah so shall we leave it at that then because this is quite a bit longer than a lot of our most recent episodes so far now and uh, like you said there's so much more we could say um i'm sure there's loads more we will say but we're gonna have to leave it there for this episode um so as i was saying at the beginning of the episode we are our discord is popping off right now i hate that saying i don't know why i said it (laughs) uh, it's going really well and there will be another competition to win free beer very very soon so come and join us if you're listening if you're new if you're not new come and join us in discord we have some awesome chats over there uh there's even been stuff going on while we've been recording and it scared the shit out of me because i've had loud notifications but uh yeah come and join us if you don't want to join us on there come and join us on facebook instagram all the other social medias if you want to send us a message about Anything you want, whether you want to give us a topic to talk about, correct us about anything. You know, we we always say we're happy to be corrected if we say because we're bound to get things wrong every now and Definitely. then. Um, but yeah, anything, anything you want, you can get us and you can email us as well, dear download two thousand three at gmail dot com um, or dear download or dear download podcast on all the other social medias. Um, you can find a link in the description, the episode description for everything you would need. 
Simon, where can people find you? Uh, you guys can find me on YouTube as Simon Bond. Obviously, I'm sure you're aware, but if you're a new listener, I do loads of stuff on YouTube as well. Um, I got vlogs from other downloads. I'm doing a video a week now, all based around rock and metal stuff. So go and check me out on there. And if you guys want to follow me on Instagram, it's Fonzie underscore Simon. Awesome. Yeah, the uh, we, 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 I keep saying, but I can't say it enough. Um, your YouTube is really really good now i'm really enjoying every single thing you put out even if it's not something i'm that interested in uh you still make it good thanks dude uh but yeah you should go and check it out uh although i'd imagine quite a lot of people here came from your youtube which is awesome as well yeah i hope uh, so yeah i put the link to the podcast and sort of mention it in every video so yeah hopefully a lot of you guys have come over from um from from my youtube and hopefully other people from the uh from this podcast go to the youtube as well and sort of share the love so yeah awesome um and yeah like we said so come and join us and all the other things come start thinking about campsite fuckery stories so we if you are new as well campsite fuckery was a section of the show where we just want to get your stories about things you've seen or heard in the campsite or, or anywhere else it doesn't have to be campsite any story about any festival you've been to it doesn't even have to be downloaded. Can be the festival that begins with S that we do not speak of. Um, <laughs> could be Reading, could be Leeds, could be Slam Dunk, whatever. Any festival that you can think of, just a funny story or a sight that happened to you or something crazy you saw, whatever. Uh, come over to Discord, put it in uh, our campsite fuckery, and we will read it out on the show. Yeah, awesome. So for for us this episode though, now it's. Uh gonna have to be goodbye so it's a goodbye from simon see you later goodbye and a goodbye from me goodbye